Welcome to the Western New York Entrepreneur Podcast, helping Western New York entrepreneurs take the next step in their business. If you love Western New York and entrepreneurship, this is the podcast for you. Whether you have been in business for 20 years or 20 minutes, there is something for everyone. David Schaub interviews the top entrepreneurs in Western New York so you can take your next step in your own business. Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of the Western New York Entrepreneur. Um, I'm Dave Schaub, your host as always, and today we have a really cool guest today to actually have on the show. We have Robbie Raw. Uh, I'm sure a lot of you that are listening are very familiar with Robbie, but in case you don't know who she is, uh, she's an RN, a registered nurse, she's a certified nutritionist, she's just very well known um, in the world of fitness and just being healthy. And I'm actually going to let her tell her story first. But Robbie, welcome to the show. Thanks for being with me here. Thank you, David. I'm so excited to be here and, um, you know, meet you personally because I've heard so many great things about you and I see you all over the place. <laughs> so I know that you're on the move. So it's cool to be sitting across from you. Well, the feeling is mutual. Thank you. I've obviously seen you so much around and whatnot. But Robbie, for those that the very few that don't know you, mm-hmm. what should they know about you? What are you all? What are you all about? Mm-hmm. Talk. Well, first and foremost, I'm a mom and a wife. I love Jesus, and I love you know helping people. And um, so, consequently, back in the day, my mom said, you know, do you want to be a teacher or a nurse? And those were the two choices back there in the dark ages. So I said, <laughs> I'll be a nurse because I like health and I like you know uh, working out and stuff like that. So anyway, long story short, I picked nursing. Worked many years in the industry and uh, felt like I was in what I call sick care rather than health care. And so I kind of transitioned into uh, working in a gym. And uh, then, you know, one thing led to another. I became national director for Bally Total Fitness, 430 clubs across the country and in Canada. And um, yeah, life was pretty good. And from that, I transitioned transitioned into you know speaking and eventually wrote a book and a radio show and I've been on AM Buffalo for 30 years um but yeah a lot happened in between there to get to where I am today yeah that's like I would take the half hour up right there right <laughs> yeah so I'm gonna try to narrow it down so yeah. when did you go from registered nurse to like going into the fitness industry how did that kind of evolve how did that happen yeah good question um honestly you know, like I said, I always was interested in health and I just, I felt like I wanted to be on the other end. I realized that people would not be where they were in the hospital had they been taking care of themselves. So the first thing I did is I got certified and I recommend that anyone who's in business that's trying to start a business or get into the field that I'm in or any other field, uh, they need to look at what credentials they need right off the bat. Uh, because I had credentials as a nurse, but I didn't have credentials in the fitness industry and in nutrition. And so uh, back then there were very few programs, but there were good programs. And so I ended up doing that. And, you know, really as time went on, I just kind of left nursing completely after almost 20 years and, and you know, went solely into uh, fitness and nutrition. And then halfway through my career, um, my father got sick and that was tough. And, but then literally what really rocked my world, um, halfway through my career was that my sister who, uh, was, you know, she had four boys, two older boys and, um, two babies. She had been misdiagnosed for two years with what doctors said was a black milk duct. 
Mm-hmm. And so we thought, oh, black milk duct, you know, you know, she had been nursing for two years and yeah, so life went on and um, she was beautiful. She was healthy, we thought. And long story short, when she was rightly diagnosed, she had stage four metastatic breast cancer and was given only a couple of weeks and a couple um, of months to live. And that was a tipping point for me. Mm. That is why I'm doing what I'm doing today. Mm-hmm. Uh, because my sister who had been, as I said, given just two weeks uh, or two months, they didn't know, to live, actually lived 10 years by, uh, well, God's incredible grace, number one, but also by changing her lifestyle habits and her diet and mm-hmm. t- being her own health advocate. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's that's what happened. Yeah, because one of the, the questions I've written down here is, how did you find your passion for what you do? How did you find your purpose? Was that included in that story? Is that a completely different story? We're just kind of yeah. together. Well, you know, so that was definitely a tipping point or a turning point for me. Um, I also heard a pastor back in the day say, to find your purpose, you look at three different things. And at the center of those three things is your purpose. And those three circles, if you would, one is what you're passionate about. Number two is what you're gifted at. And number three is what the world needs more of. And at the center of those three circles is your purpose. And so, you know, that struck me. And I thought, well, what I'm passionate about is health and fitness. And what I'm gifted at is motivating people. And I'm gifted at learning as much as I can and and having that, you know, desire to learn. And then number three, what the world needs more of, well, hey, everybody is trying to be healthy and fit and we have obesity as an epidemic. So yeah, so that definitely was something that um, helped me find my purpose. That's really cool. So can you describe those three circles one more time? For, yes. Because sometimes we're catching, oh, what, what, that was so good. Let me hear that again, right? Maybe for those that are taking notes, what yeah, are yeah. the three circles? Yeah, I, I often have people ask me uh, again what it is. Um, so there's three circles, and at the center of those three circles is your purpose. So the first circle is what are you passionate about? What gets you up in the morning? What do you like to do in your spare time? And for me, it was health and nutrition. That's what I was passionate about. That's what I like to read in my spare time. That's what I like to work at. And I like to be fit and healthy. The second circle is what you're gifted at. So I looked at my gifts that God gave me. And honestly, I think because people have told me I have the gift of gab and motivation. Um, We have the same gift then. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Um, And then also, you know, I'm gifted at, uh, you know, really taking care of people. I mean, obviously, I turned to nursing first. Mm -hmm. And then number three is what does the world need more of? And so, um, you know, at the center of those three circles is your purpose. And I just told my husband this, who just started his own business, because I gave him those three circles. And I said, that's that's what your purpose is. That is, is right so now. good. So for entrepreneurs or early entrepreneurs out there, make sure you do those. I think it's a really good exercise to run. Even if you're running a business right now, sometimes we're running a business, even if it's very profitable, we don't feel like we're on purpose. Right, right? exactly. Because sometimes we're just like, you know, our goal is monetary value, which is nothing wrong with that because we got to pay bills, we got to support our family. But in the end, when we make money, if it still doesn't feel purposeful for that, then it just kind of starts becoming apathetic or we start living life subconsciously just not on purpose. And that's just not fun at the end of the day. Right. You know, I feel like we're, we're missing something. Exactly. I mean, you know, to give you an example of what you're saying, I, as I worked my way up the ladder in what I thought was what I wanted to do at Bally Total Fitness, 
I became national director. And as national director, I sat behind a computer and crunched numbers 24-7. I never was in the gym anymore. And I said, this is not what I signed up for. Yes, I'm making, you know, my dream job salary. Mm -hmm. But it's not really what gets me up in the morning. In fact, I dreaded it. And here Mm -hmm. I am working in the fitness industry and being in the top position in the company in my, you know, department. Mm -hmm. And it was a drag. And so I literally stepped down from that and went back to being in the gyms and being more regional uh, and, and doing what I love, which was teaching other instructors and teaching you know members and things like that. So yeah, you really have to, I think, look at what you're doing. And I mean, hey, none of us are promised tomorrow and, and God does have a purpose for all of our lives. I mean, we're here for a reason and you know, it's, Figuring out what that reason is, you may be going to school for something that you can use because I still use my nursing in everything I'm doing. And really from that point where I uh, ended up leaving Bally Total Fitness and opening my own business, that's a whole other story. <laughs> yeah. So um, we could talk about that. So since it's an entrepreneur podcast, you love talking about entrepreneurship. So. Yes. So what do you want to share with our entrepreneur community? What do you think is, you know, some keys to success? Yeah, well, you know, honestly, I have a lot of people who ask me, you know, how did you start from working for a Fortune 500 company to opening up your own business, having your own brand that matches your name? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I said, well, first of all, I had to find a husband with the last name Raw. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and then it kind of went from there. But no, that's not true. Uh, actually... For those that don't know, her book is called The Raw Truth, by the way. That's right. And my radio show is called The Raw Truth. And, you know, my business is called Raw Truth Integrative Health. And the name Raw actually came from, well, I was approached by the manager at WDCX Radio. Uh, I had been on WBEN and KISS and all these other radio stations. People were interviewing me. And, um, you know, in WDCX, the manager said, you know, Robbie, I, I, I think you should have your own health and fitness show. And I said, well, I don't know anything about having my own health and fitness show. I mean, I don't know anything about having hosting my own show. I mean, I, I've been on other, other people's shows and I've been on AM Buffalo forever. And he said, no, um, you need to have your own show. And so I was talking to Neil Boron from WDCX Radio, which is Christian Radio, which we interviewed you on. Yeah. And uh, Neil said... The Raw Truth has has, has to be the name of your show. Is that when show. it was born? Is that, was <laughs> yes. that when the whole name was born? Yes. That's cool. And so he actually, Neil Boron, came up with it. And uh, and I said, oh, my gosh, that's incredible. So I latched onto that. And that's where The Raw Truth came from. And then the book, The Raw Truth Recharge. And then, like I said, um, my business, Raw Truth Integrative House. So first of all, you have to think of what it, you know, and I mean, for me, I, I honestly, it was such a God thing that that whole thing kind of unfolded and incorporated my name. And some people think that it's all about raw foods, mm-hmm. but it's not. It's the raw truth, and it's my truth and the truth of the Bible, too, because yeah. I am a Christian and I incorporate, you know, my faith and everything. So um, raw truth, integrative health. How did that come about? Well, I forever have been asked by people to help them with their health and their weight and this and that. And I've been doing that over the years a lot, uh, mostly in the gym um, after I left, you know, the hospitals. Mm -hmm. 
And so I really thought, okay, this is a time when I really have to take the leap. It, it was a leap of faith and open my own practice. So I had, I was armed with certifications already. Um, all I had to do was incorporate and all that stuff. So the business part of it, I didn't really know. And honestly, I'm not good at the business part of it. But fortunately, um, you know, I have people around me that are. <laughs> and so uh, I think you have to figure out what you're good at. And for me, it's more hands-on. It's more the people thing. It's more, you know, taking care of people. And then you can have people to do your website. You can have people to run, you know, your business and all of that. And um, and don't try and do it all, you know, at mm. once when you're trying to do something. So if you're an entrepreneur and you're thinking about it, um, you know, obviously coming up with a logo and all that stuff is important. So I opened my own practice. On top of that, I was speaking everywhere. And so that's where the book came from. And I love the fact that you're an author, David, because your book, it gave me an insight of who you were before mm -hmm. I even know who you were. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I think that if you have something to share, you should share it. Mm -hmm. And and being an author gives you, it's almost like a stepping stone to get on other people's shows where you can actually share your story. Because as a radio host, I look for authors, whether they're authors that are, you know, um, dumping uh, concrete <laughs> or or whether it's somebody who actually, um, you know, has a story to tell about their health or whatever. So I think that's another thing. And, and so for me, when I was a keynote speaker uh, at various places and here and in Canada, people used to say, well, Robbie, do you do you have written down what you're saying? And I'd, I'd say no, but I have exercise videos because I did produce for now five exercise videos. So I realized from that that I needed to write a book. Mm -hmm. And so if you're an entrepreneur right now and you have a passion and you have something to share, write it down. Mm -hmm. Start writing it down. And it literally took me about six months to write that book. But it takes you know a focus, as you know. And then, again, the videos. How did those come about? Well, I had something to teach people. So if you're an entrepreneur, it doesn't matter if you're a health and fitness expert, if you have something to teach people, well, you can do, you know, now it's not videos. It's, you know, uh, YouTube and everything else. But um, you can make videos of what you're doing, and people will pay for it. Mm -hmm. So it just, for me, it wasn't anything planned. One thing led to another, led to another, led to another. And now I really have a whole toolkit of things that I can use when people need a video or, you know, the electronic um, links or they need my book or mm -hmm. they need, you know, whatever it is. My podcast, I can interview people. My show, I can interview people. I can be on Channel 7 and talk about what I want to talk about there. But it does all come together once you take one thing at a time. Yeah, and it's all centered around a branding, which is really cool, and you've done really well at it. So in terms of really branding yourself, whether it's me with media and whatnot, any tips you have for others that just are kind of new, right? They, yeah. You know, they're like, man, Robbie, what do I need to do to really brand myself um, or really get involved in media? And Any tips that kind of come to mind there? Yeah, I mean, honestly, um, for me, the branding was my name and it does take people a few minutes to figure that out sometimes, yeah. <laughs> but now I think pretty much, at least in this area, anyone, uh, you know, who hears the raw truth knows, knows it. And 
it was as simple as asking other people. And that the person that came up with that, as I said, happened to be Neil Boron. But I think it's important to talk to people and not try and be in a vacuum with your ideas. I mean, sometimes we want to do something, but we don't want to tell anybody because yeah. it's like my big idea. Uh-huh. Well, for me, I like to talk and so do you. And so I go to people who I feel can speak into my life and who are good at what they do. Mm-hmm. You know, Neil Boron is someone who built, you know, this this uh, show on, on WDCX. Mm-hmm. He's, he's a smart guy. And not only that, he's gifted. Mm-hmm. And so literally it was a question to him. What do you think my show should be named of? Mm-hmm. You know, and so... If you go to people, and I have people that come up to me all the time and ask me to mentor them um, in the health and fitness industry. They want to be health coaches. Mm -hmm. They want to be a nutritionist. They want to be a nurse. They want to do a video or they want to write a book. So if you you model yourself around people, you know, um, after people who are doing kind of what you're doing or some of what you're doing and really look at what they do and how they did it, it speaks volumes. Hey, really quick, I just want you to know about the next big thing that we're doing with the Western Entrepreneur. We're doing a seven-day challenge for newer entrepreneurs. So what, maybe you're an entrepreneur that's only been in business for a year or two, but you feel like you just maybe have not gotten a hold of this business owner thing yet. Or maybe you have a side hustle that you want to create full-time, but you're just really nervous about it. You're not sure how to do it or some things you're confused about. Or maybe you've never been an entrepreneur ever, but you want to be. You're just not sure how to do it. This seven day challenge is for you. We're gonna go over a video every single day in a Facebook group where we're actually gonna teach you how to be an entrepreneur, really the foundation that you need to be an entrepreneur. It's a seven day challenge, it's only $7. That's a dollar a day to really learn how to be an entrepreneur right here in Western New York. So make sure you're checking out our social media pages, you're uh, subscribing to our email list or just following us on every channel, uh, whether it's LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter. Make sure you follow so you'll be the first to know when this challenge comes out. I'm so excited to unravel this. And uh, back to your podcast. Mm. I think it does, too. A a question I wrote down while you were talking Mm -hmm. was, what's for those, I always hear a lot of times people ask me these questions. Hey, I want to start a podcast. What should I do? Yeah. You know, or what, what tips do you have? And for me, a podcast is pretty simple to do. Um, the question is, how do you get followers if you actually listen? Yes. Right? Yes. So, I'm, 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 so I already know my tips because they're my tips. But yeah. I want to hear, what tips do you have for those who either want to have their own show or podcast? Any any ideas? Yeah. Good question, David. Always. Um, you know, I guess my show and my podcast is based around the seven truths to health and fitness, which came from my book. Mm-hmm. And so how that came about is really – for me, what I'm speaking of, and so if you're an entrepreneur and you want to have your own show or your own podcast, think about what it is that it's important to your industry. And for me in my industry, um, what I wanted to communicate to people and what I share on my radio show and on my podcast is the seven truths to health and fitness, which comes out of my book, mm. which is faith, family, food, fitness, detox, sleep, and stress management. Mm -hmm. And I'll also throw in finance in there Mm -hmm. as well. So faith, family, food, finance, and fitness. Um, You know, there are topics in my industry that are important, and those are them. Mm -hmm. So 
again, if you are, say, a financial advisor, uh, what topics are important to your industry? And then model your show and your podcast around that. And that is, for me, it opens the door to anything. I could talk about faith. I could talk about family. I could talk about food. I could talk about fitness. I could. It's just so wide range that um, it really encompasses. And honestly, I mean, God... I believe God placed those seven truths on my heart when I was trying to write my book. Mm-hmm. I kept saying, okay, God, I don't even know where to start here. Like, and, and so I'd heard that you have to write the chapters first. And so I was like, okay, well, I don't know what the chapter should be. Yeah. Well, I started writing down just exactly as I told you, what is important in my industry to me and helping other people. Mm-hmm. And seven things came out and I thought, wow, that's not a coincidence because mm-hmm. seven is very significant in the Bible. Right. Seven means perfection. There were seven parables. There were seven um, you know, miracles and, mm-hmm. and the list goes on and on. And so that spilled over to my podcast. It spilled over to my show. And I mean, I don't do anything about, you know, without praying about it. So we should pray about everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so that is one big tip I have for people. If they're trying to do something, well, pray about it. You know, God yeah. will give you the desires of your heart. Yeah. Put his and you know, it's first. so clear when it's time to take that next step or act on that. It, it just feels so right. Right. And I agree with you. Um, some people call that intuition. We call it the Holy Spirit. That's right. You <laughs> so, got it, David. Um, so uh, this is a, this is like a nitty gritty question. Yeah, okay? okay. And I know we didn't. It's just totally organic. But the one question I would say, if you could, you know, give yourself some advice, or what, I guess I'll say it this way: What is one thing you wish that you knew back then that you know now? Like, what is one thing you think maybe in the in terms of entrepreneurial? What is like, oh, I shouldn't have done that, or man, I, I should have listened to my intuition here. Like, what do you what do you think it is for you off the top of your head? Ah, uh, that's that's another good question, and I'm going to be completely transparent mm-hmm. with you. Uh, when you have a microphone, mm-hmm. you have to be very careful what you say. Mm-hmm. I said one something in a microphone one time, uh, and I regret it forever. Uh, yeah. It was just my opinion about um, a certain uh, store, mm-hmm. and it, nothing came out of it. Mm-hmm. But I said I, afterwards, I said to myself, mm-hmm. I should never do that again and mm-hmm. it, it happened to be in the gym uh in a you know w- with my class and mm-hmm. my class is like my family yeah. um, and so i always feel like you know we're just sitting in my kitchen talking but i feel like when you have a microphone there's a lot of responsibility i mean there's a lot of responsibility anyway i just mm-hmm. posted actually on facebook and instagram yesterday that my mom said you know if you don't have anything good to say don't say it and if she was alive today, she would have said, if you don't have anything good to post, don't post it. Yeah. <laughs> you know? I could take some advice. I, I can receive some of that there. Yeah, well, sure. we all can. <laughs> I was speaking to myself. Um, but I do try and remind myself of that. Like, there is, there is an incredible responsibility that we have in front of a microphone or behind a microphone. And the other thing is really when you're speaking to groups or when you're training people, it's almost like when you're training your kids. I mean, your words matter. And our tongue Mm. is the strongest muscle in our body. Mm -hmm. And um, I think that's why God put it behind our teeth, which are like a cage, because (laughs) we have to control it. And so, you know, I think for me, just realizing that I, I, I can, you know, if you ask me a question, I'm already thinking of the answer before you even finish your question. 
And so I have to be very careful that I don't say something that just flies in my head that could influence someone in, in, or hurt someone, and I don't want to ever do that. No, that's so good, and that's something I'm still learning as well. I'm, they used to call me No Filter Dave back in my <laughs> early 20s for, for not such a good reason, and I've, you know, I've learned the hard ways, and so even sometimes. But you know, I think one thing that helps, too, is that when we can take our ego aside and admit when we're wrong. Like, you mm-hmm. know what? Like, I did to a friend last week. I said something to him, and then, like, the next morning, I just felt that, like, again, like that, just, like, that feeling, like, oh, yeah. I shouldn't have said that, even though he didn't say anything to me about it. Right. I just didn't feel right. And I'm just like, you know what, buddy? I'm really sorry if this was over. I said something over the line there. And just being, uh, I think, some of the greatest leaders are the best apology makers. Oh, yeah. You know, going first, right? Going first. Well, if I go first, that means I'm wrong. Who cares? That's right. Who cares, right? So, exactly. And that comes with our identity of who we are. And when we know who we are, we naturally can just do what again, God is leading us to do. So I think that's so cool, Robbie. Cool. So we only have a few minutes left. Okay. It's so crazy how this goes. But... Um, I want to talk about about your expertise here. So any health or fitness tips for busy entrepreneurs out there? Because if we don't make time for our health, eventually we're going to, everything we worked hard for, we're going to basically trade that in to get our health back. Yes. So so what tips you got for us? Well, hey, you know, in a nutshell, care, okay? <laughs> you know, care about your health because it will catch up with you if you don't. I'm... Uh, 64 years old right now. And um, I've been working out for over 40 years and I've been eating healthy for over 40 years. And I see people whose health catches, uh, you know, whose bad habits catch up with them as time goes on. And you don't want that. It's hard to fix after the fact. Mm -hmm. Um, Number two, you know, it's really simple. I mean, portions matter. uh, Type of food matters. You know, making sure that you eat mostly, um, you know, the foods of the earth that God created that you don't need to read a label on. You mm-hmm. know, you don't need to read a label when you're eating vegetables or fruit. So eating foods of the earth that God created that you don't need to read a label on, remember that you cannot out-exercise a bad diet. You cannot out-exercise a bad diet. I don't like that advice, Robbie. (laughs) (laughs) I know. Listen, I tried it. It doesn't work. Um, But it really is 90% diet. 10% 10% exercise. You get greater, faster results when you exercise, but you really do need to watch what you eat. And what you eat dictates your health and it dictates your body composition more than you think. If you're busy, and I'm busy, I mean, I have five different you know businesses, um, what you need to do is make sure that you prep. You know, food prep is important. And when you don't food prep, that's when you get into trouble. And I mean, for me, you know, I don't eat junk because I don't want to feel like junk. Mm-hmm. And when I eat junk, I feel like junk. And so I am too busy and I have too much to do. And I feel like God has mm-hmm. that purpose for my life that I don't want to miss a moment mm-hmm. of it. I don't want to miss a day. And I mm-hmm. know I'm not promised tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, we all have numbers over our head. Mm-hmm. I don't know how long mm-hmm. we're going to be here. could be seven days could be seven minutes it could be seven years it could be 20 years it could Mm -hmm. be 30 years i have no idea Mm -hmm. but as long as i'm here i want to live that abundant life that god desires for me to live he doesn't want me walking around sick and thick and tired and trying to do live out his purpose for my life i know that so um you know i have some sayings you know if it's white, don't bite. Uh, you know, if it comes from a plant, you can eat it. If it was made in a plant, don't eat it. Yesterday, you said tomorrow, nothing changes. If nothing changes, I have all these Robbieisms. But you know, the fact of the matter is, we need to take care of this temporary earth suit that we're gifted with, and it 
is a gift. And so we don't want to abuse it. And so if you have a passion, why not be the best you can be Mm -hmm. and feel the best you can be so that you can live out that purpose in your life? Yeah, it's so good. Um, one quick question, if you can do your best answer in 60 seconds okay. for purposes. But what are the most common bad habits do you see in busy entrepreneurs? Oh. Uh, and, and, and a quick yeah. fix. S- snacking while you're you know, on the computer or working or on the phone, don't do that. Um, eating late at night, don't do that. Uh, you know, just not prepping, as I said, you know, not preparing. Today I'm going to have a 12-hour day. I better have a green salad or a pack of salad. Right. You know, you should eat or drink a green salad every day. Mm-hmm. So if you're a busy entrepreneur, then make a green smoothie. I mean, I have videos on YouTube that show you how, or I do it on Am Buffalo. But really, it's just, you know, just get a green drink and drink your salad if you're busy. But no, m- making sure you're eating nutrient-dense foods that fuel and feed the body. When my wife was here, she would interrupt you and be like, Dave has a green smoothie every morning. That's Uh-oh. like wow. every morning. So Good I have you. one. Yeah, it's, uh, it's awesome. kale, celery, spinach, lemon juice, half an avocado, and some protein powder. Wow. That's what it is every morning without <laughs> failure. Um, but that being said... Um, but then I'll eat pizza late at night. So let me, <laughs> let me, I put myself up, let me knock myself down. So I got, I got, I got an accept there. But that being said, Robbie, I know a lot of people are going to connect with you. They're going to really love the, you know, maybe they have a question that I, I forgot to ask. What is the best way for someone to connect with you? Like oh. maybe it's an email, maybe it's a yeah. social media handle. My website, RobbieRaw.com. It's R A U G H, RobbieRaw.com. I'm on, you know, everything social media wise. And uh, really, you know, that's the best way because my email's there and everything else. Cool. Yeah. So make sure you guys have any questions, make sure. Or just let her know, hey, I heard you on the radio. I like this part. Or not the radio, the podcast. Yeah. Uh, just let her know that you heard it. Um, but yeah, thanks so much for your time, Robbie. Um, I don't take your time for granted at all. Uh, and thank thanks so you. much for dropping some knowledge on the Western Entrepreneur Podcast. Well, thank you for having me. And we can't wait to have you on our podcast, which is called The Real Raw Truth. Cool. And um, what major platforms are that on? So in case they so, want to check that out. Yeah, Spotify, Google Play, um, you know, uh, iTunes, everywhere that you listen to your podcast. Cool. Yeah. Awesome. And it's the Raw Truth, R-A-W, right? R-A, uh, yeah, Real Raw Truth is the podcast. Okay, so and, I want to make sure that saying it's your last name or right. uh, the word. R-A-W, and the show is The Raw Truth on WDCX Radio. Cool. Thanks so much for being with us. Thank you. If you loved listening to the Western New York Entrepreneurs Podcast and want more, subscribe to it and head on over to WNYEntrepreneur.com for articles, what's coming up next, and to get involved. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time.